Welcome to Watch Over, a podcast devoted to all things Arrow and Elicity. Featuring myself, Jen, aka J Buffy Angel, and me, Kelly, aka Callista Wolf. Be aware we do discuss spoilers and swear now and then, but we will always have fun and you will too. Good afternoon. How's your Friday going? I mean, I'm not doing anything. Like nothing. Fantastic. Less than nothing. I kind of love that. It's kind of not right. (laughs) I would have liked to have done nothing today. I worked. Yeah. Paying bills and crap like that. Hey, happy SUNY Lee Day in Minnesota. I heard that she won some gold. I'm so excited for her. Listen, Minnesota has rarely cool things. So, like, now we have, like, the Mall of America and Suni. And I'm I'm proud to be a Minnesotan today. Because you lost Prince. We lost Prince. Like, literally. And, like, people still. (laughs) This is, like, how little we have to cling to in this state. Like, people still, like. They have like Prince rallies, and it's like all anyone ever talks about in the state is Prince. The Vikings going to the yeah. Super Bowl and Prince. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Totally. So, I was like, well, I'm like, Oakdale's not too far from me, so I was, I was pretty pumped. I was always rooting for her. I just kind of like accepted her fate that she was not going to beat Simone Biles, but then of course everything was Simone Biles happened and it was awful but yeah, and so I, I was... just yeah i just want to say poor fucking simone biles you know i read about like the thing that she experienced the twisties yeah, yeah. so that sounds scary as hell that sounds so scary listen <sighs> i was in gymnastics for a hot second okay and i always wanted to be but i yeah. well yeah like i was like, <laughs> like i taught myself how to cartwheel i do back bends whatever so like I got into like the apparatuses. Like I remember being on the high bar and I remember it being a traumatic experience. So if Simone Biles is telling me, hey, it's scary hurtling my body at unknown speeds and twisting in the air four times and then landing. I believe her. I'm like, sis, you do you. <laughs> well, and also it's like it's always these like armchair Olympians that sit there and say, oh, right she's the worst how terrible I'm, that's the worst thing it's like i think it's braver and has more character for someone in this situation with all this pressure and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. potential good to come out of it to look at this and say you know what instead of you know potentially going out there and killing myself right by trying to do this i'm going to step back and let my more than capable teammates take over for me let's just be happy this isn't the caroli era anymore otherwise oh she'd be a paraplegic right now she'd be up there doing it with some broken ankle or some shit like what's her name i haven't forgotten that like listen <laughs> i love how all of america acts like the carrie strug moment yes was carrie like strug. really like badass did it you was read completely the thing? fucked up what he did 
I making that thing. child. And I say child for a reason because she was she like, was a what? Child. Yes. She was a baby. And she literally vaulted through the air on a broken ankle. I read this thing that this guy's like father or whatever posted. He shows talked about he remembered that as being something where everybody's like, wow, what amazing thing she did, you know, and he showed it to his kids. And as he was watching it back, he's like, oh, this oh, is no, like that's horrible. Fucked up. That's, yeah, it's so that's, fucked up. That's really fucked just, up. Listen, because she was asking. Do I have to do this? And yeah. he's like, you've got one more in you. And it's like, she's no, like, no. I really did not. My ankle is <laughs> no. broken, but thanks. I think like, as Jesus. I look back at the history of like gymnastics in this country, I think like, it's kind of sick. Well, it's twisted <laughs> because like we were in such a let's beat the communist mode. Oh, I know. So and- like we brought Crowley over and we just kind of like glazed over the fact that he pretty much transferred all the crazy communist like training practices which has included starvation and physical abuse but yeah that was fine we were winning gold you know and you honestly, know and that's a, and if i haven't been like super watching the olympics partially because i don't know but like oh i'll like catch the highlights and stuff yeah, and, yeah. and everything and you know what i felt it's different this year than in years past hmm. is that i don't care so much about the u.s winning you know what I mean? I like, I just like the stories of the athletes who are competing regardless of what country they're from. Like I that. feel like there's like also a little bit more camaraderie among the athletes yes. in different nations. Like, yes, I saw like some video this like, morning that was yeah. the, women's, the women's swimming team. Yeah. And the American came in third. Mm. And it yes. was South African that came in first and got the yes. gold, broke the world record. The, it was actually South Africa because I am watching the Olympics. It was South Africa. She got gold and broke the world record. And they and were all second like and third, and were crying US. and celebrating yep. together. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking of. And I was I'm watching like, it last I night. Like I like that. I was like, that a girl. I was like, I love this. Hug it out, babe. You well, know what I mean? Like everybody's a winner. Like and I felt great. I felt great when I saw you know that. Filipino um, weightlifter when she won gold, the first gold her country has ever gotten. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh my God, that's amazing. I love seeing that. You know, it's like, it, the, I don't give a shit if it's our country or not. There's some people, they watch the Olympics and they're all about how many medals do we have? We need more medals. And I'm like, no, 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 we don't need that. Like, you know? the, <laughs> well, like, I enjoy when the U.S. wins oh, more sure. than other countries. But like, yeah, yeah like you, I, it's like, well, here's the thing. What it's I have found to be a very disturbing trend in this country, and this has been since I was a kid, is slowly but surely it's like nothing but gold counts, which is crazy pants. Like when you see what these people have to go through to even get to this level, to even get to the Olympic Games, to even get on the podium, it's it's like million to one shot, you know, and it, it, it just boggles my mind that like silver and bronze are considered not good enough. And I don't understand that. I also have to say like with the Simone Biles thing, I, you know, I watched it and I, cause I was like, what the hell happened? And I saw her do that vault along with the rest of the country and me armchairs, gymnastics coach, Jen. <laughs> and I was like, 
looks pretty fucking scary, Simone. I'd be sitting down too. Like she was completely lost. But what I really admired was, and I think this is what spurred on her decision. She's such a seasoned veteran. Yeah. She knows her body so well. She, yep. she understood oh, something. She's had these twisties before. It ain't good. She's, it takes a couple weeks to work through them. Other gymnasts have had it. And they're like, no, this is like a serious, like mental block. Yeah, yeah, it is. And what I admired about her so much was rather than just focusing on herself and be like, okay, I'm going to still compete and I'm still going to, you know, cause I got to look good in front of the world and give it my all. She recognized that she could really um, torpedo the whole team's chance at a medal. Right. It wasn't just, oh, well, they can't medal without Simone. She's like, no, they can totally medal without Simone. I was like, she's like, they might not medal with me. Like, yeah. that was what she was worried about. So she went through one rotation and she's like, I'm going to tank our scores on every apparatus. So I'm sitting it out. You girls can step it up. You know, you guys got that. And they and I, did. And they did. They did an amazing, amazing job. Yeah. And I mean, under some pretty crazy, because yeah, she's like Mama Simone. So like, you know, it's like the lead saying, I'm going to sit down. They're like, what? You know, so they had to really like downshift and really hit another gear. It was impressive. And I was like, damn right, you got silver. Holy crap, I just, that was I just amazing. Don't think that that we sitting at home are in any position to judge <laughs> anything else. I like, mean, I'll be like, I, as I'm like, what I'm like, I'm I'm on my <laughs> elliptical machine watching <laughs> these women, kids, who are in this most the most incredible physical shape of, of any human being can be. I'm like, what am I gonna say? I can barely get my ass going 30 minutes on the elliptical machine, and these girls are throwing themselves in the oh, air. No. Like the other day, I'm like, okay. The other day I had some on, and Evie was sitting down there playing on the computer or whatever, just like sitting in the chair next to me. And I was like, kept pointing out the age of the girl, but she's 14. She's 13. <laughs> she's your age. Look what she's doing right now. Look, she's like, a 14-year-old. She's like, what the hell? <laughs> she just gives me like this yeah. dirty look and like, do you want me to go back upstairs? And I'm like, I'm sorry. She's like, <laughs> she's like, I guess my Irish dancing isn't so impressive. We're like, no, I'm sorry. Not in comparison to this. We love I you. I mean, until it becomes an Olympic sport. In comparison, sport, you're an absolute failure. But we still love you. She's like, okay. <laughs> you are not winning at life if you're trying to compare yourself to these kids well and is- i gotta say watching suni's performance because like of course i get spoiled on twitter but i love to like see it like happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and i was like listen the brazilian had it wrapped up i was like it's going to brazil what the hell happened because that woman she, that kid she nailed everything and she was better on the balance beam than Sun Yi. Sun Yi had a little trouble on the balance beam. So it really boiled down to that last rotation on the floor and the Brazilian gymnast, she stepped out of bounds twice. I mean, that's it. Yeah. She went out of bounds close. twice and it's, you know, she got the yeah. bronze. But yeah. like, what was so cool about that is like, as you're watching Sun Yi celebrate, which of course was awesome, you hear the Brazilian coach just screaming, yeah, because that was the first medal they had ever won for their country Aww. in gymnastics. Like, 
they were so pumped about bronze. Like they I just, just love, love watching it. people celebrate. I like seeing the inspiring stories. I don't Same. care much what country they're from. Yeah. I just like, like to there's see... been all kinds of good stuff. Oh my god, yeah, so much good stuff. It's been a great stuff. Olympics. I've been quite, and you know, I gotta, you know, the Simone Biles things. Like to anybody who's giving her shit, shove it up your ass. That's exactly. literally where I'm at. Shove it right up there. Like, what is your problem? <laughs> yeah. Oh well, give the money back. I saw someone like give the money back, and I'm like, why don't you give your money medals, back? First of all, the <laughs> other. 30 medals she won before Tokyo don't count. don't count. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Go away. Oh my God. Their leotards are the cutest. I'm going to call my sister-in-law because my little niece is in gymnastics and I really want to get her like, because you can buy replicas and I really want to get her like a replica of one of the leotards for gymnastics. So apparently we've been be, like in the same leotard. And Jen might be bringing a level to it that my little niece. Apparently, we've been watching to. some Olympics. What else we've been watching? Um, I did some arrow. Did some arrow. Oh yes, I did see that you did some arrow. We did some arrow. We got to what was it? We it did was Sarah. Three and four. Yeah, yeah, three and four. Well, and I gotta be honest, I've been kind of really looking forward to it because you know Lauren is clueless on most things, other than that Laurel dies because she eavesdropped on our podcast once, a little scamp. Um. <laughs> She did. She positioned herself to listen. I'm like, well, then I'm going to spoil stuff for you. So you deserve it. Um, but she keeps like every episode. She's not dead yet. When, you, when did she die? <laughs> it's like, buckle in, honey. It's a long wait. Um, yeah. No, I was really excited to see her reaction that Sarah was alive. It was worth the wait. She was just completely floored. <laughs> Much like Diggle and Felicity. I like how Felicity's all like and Oliver let's be honest yeah I mean yeah Felicity's like I don't understand like you said that she died right off the boat and like Felicity's like trying to reason this and she's like how and Oliver's just silent and Diggle's like he lied (laughs) (laughs) everybody's like Oliver lied it's like okay welcome to Oliver Queen 101 right yeah if he can he will lie right Diggle's like Felicity my friend I've been on this team just a hair hair smidge longer than you and this is what our homeboy does lies, lies. His pants. those leather pants full of lies <laughs> when he tells you something you take it with several grains of salt <laughs> i also love the lance and oliver team up i forgot about those those are funny when he stabs the guy he like shoots the guy in the shoulder and lance is like what are you doing and he's like he's gonna report us and oliver's, or report me oliver's like no he's not He's like, how do you know? He's like, because he has another shoulder. <laughs> Listen, I know I'm supposed to be a fan of Enlightened Oliver. And I am. But the arrow was a good time. But listen, <laughs> season two is iconic for a reason. Let's just it's leave like, it at that. Yeah. 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 Dark and twisty Oliver wasn't so bad. He has He's some got good some good stuff. And the boy <laughs> was like smitten with Felicity there in early season two and just could not. I mean, entertain it for a half a second. I just it was feel glorious. like I just feel like such a bozo. Because <laughs> like I was just like so. Because we're not there yet, but it's only a couple episodes away. Like, how did I not know prior to six that they were going there? Like, I was just so utterly convinced. Because Laurel's floating around still, um, although she got tortured. Which that was I fun. feel like I. 
I thought they might go there, and it was six and seven that I knew for it sure. It was like, they were okay, there. it's on. Yeah. I was like, I don't know, this feels pretty flirty. And like then, like when they're on, she's like decided, okay, she's going undercover. My life, my choice, my queen. Um, he's all. <laughs> Like Lance is like, she really believes in you, which is basically that the entire theme season. I was like, okay, show, okay, baby fawn, Jen didn't pick up on this shit. But you know what? Also, baby fawn, Jen, and the rest of fandom. There was a little fear about believing too much, right? Like reading too much into it. Well, and also just like you don't want to go too far because. There's a great chance you're gonna. It was not gonna happen. Yeah, I mean, we really, I mean, we really lived on crumbs. We did for a spectacularly long time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Nothing was written in stone at that point, but that's what makes it so exciting to watch it. Yeah, it's really fun. I mean, Lauren's funny because you know Felicity. Felicity gets hurt. She's like, Felicity's gonna go undercover. And oh no, the doll maker. She's like, you know what? She's fine. She marries Oliver. I know she lives. <laughs> I was yeah. like, listen, we didn't have that security blanket. Okay. Not. The rest of us were just like terrified. But we all the time. Loved we loved every minute of it. Yeah. And then of course, we're starting the downward slope of drunken pill popping Laurel Lance. <sighs> What a what a mess. We spend so much time on the drinking and the pill popping. There was like four freaking scenes Don't you about remember it. when she won that award? <laughs> For the betrayal was that like of the a Saturn award or something? Don't what you remember that? that? She yeah. won this award, and like that's all her fucking fandom could talk about. They just for like that years. Award. Yeah, well, she won an award and Did like, your yeah. fave win an award? Yeah, ship of the year, bitches. <laughs> like, I don't know. I wouldn't be too proud of that particular word if I were you. But well, I don't whatever. know how much it was acting either. Between you and yeah, me, exactly. our audience. So. Like, what's an acting award? I'm like, Katie, what's the in the glass? What's in the glass, baby? We sure it's just ginger ale. It doesn't look like ginger ale. I just, yeah, it's just an excessive amount on Laurel still they spend like there i remember there were a few times in season two where she wouldn't be in an entire episode you know that was which was always nice we're not there yet (laughs) when she was around they gave her so much of her own storyline that was you're just like come on man she does not deserve Stop trying to make it work guys it's not gonna work well and here's the other thing it's clear to me even as clear as it is that the show now is was moving towards Oliver and Felicity before I realized it, um, which is rapidly coming up. But they hardcore shade Laurel. Every turn. Every I mean, turn. ways. Like, like, as you mentioned on Twitter, like down to her skincare regimen. Yes. Like, <laughs> seriously, the doll maker is like, he goes after women who use this special skin cream because he wants this perfect skin right he basically only grabs laurel because she's the daughter of his his police nemesis and she was right there <laughs> and he's like look at her skin she's like mm, so many flaws it's not great but 
I'll make do. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to ball your ugly ass. Meanwhile, <laughs> he was more than happy to take Felicity. He took one look at Felicity and was like, yep, she'll do. I, it's just it's just ridiculous. You're like, really, show? I mean, writers, there's some serious... I just want to know what was going on with them because it was some serious passive aggressive. I think they were very frustrated with having They seem very frustrated. Their hands were tied, and so they're like, fine. Well... We'll write and, stuff for you. I mean, and I think <laughs> I really feel like, you know, coming out of one, they were, I really feel like they're like, okay, we tried to make this character likable. Nobody likes her. We're just going to no. lean into that. We're going to just lean into the fact that she's and unlikable. And make her awful. And just make her awful an absolute abysmal piece of crap to share a scene with. And tell me one point in season two. In they which did. she was a likable character. I have one scene in season no, two. You don't. You I do, do not. You do not. I have one. But it's only no, because don't. and I'm I'm wondering, like, again, is this my You're rom- doing the Sarah Laurel thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'll see, like, I like anything. do I romanticize it? I don't know. I it's think been you all, a lot of years, I think you man. do. So and I, I think when you rewatch it, you will find that Sarah did the heavy lifting. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, again, like my, my irritation with Laurel really. (laughs) She was wretched in season two. Like by the time I got through season season two, because like, I was like, man, you guys really succeeded in like making me not a fan, particularly with her, with Oliver. I was not off the Laurel, the Laurel fan base for a solid, I gave it at least through 313. And after they aired 313, wow. I'm like, I'm fucking done. You gave her so many I chances. gave her so... I have never been that patient with a character in my entire She existence. doesn't deserve that patience. No. Though. It was unconditional love and the bitch didn't deserve it. I'm taking it back. Like, it's just basically <laughs> like... Like, I love the realization during the torture episode because I was like, well... Because at first I was like, yay! Laura's going to get tortured. And then I remembered, like, the dollmaker is actually, like pretty scary i was like it was very creepy i was, was, was pretty episode. creepy i was like this might be a little bit more than she deserves I'll but be i reasonable. felt like it would have been a great opportunity to get rid of her two seasons early i was like we whatever. could totally like involve this chick and i'm not gonna be weeping about it i'm just saying um and i do love the realization that she's like oh my god i killed tommy I'm like, yes bitch yes you did. thank you for catching up and anybody who's gonna start sending me hate in my email Ain't I'm a blog. First of all, I don't know why you're listening to me in the first place. You know you're you know not which here. side of the fence. They're not They're here. They're not here. But I'm just gonna say that yes, Merlin killed Tommy, but Laurel loaded the fucking gun. And this episode is her realization that she loaded the gun. And so then she gets boozy. <laughs> and there's pills. And I gotta be honest, like you forgot the pills. Because the show forgot the pills. And, like, we don't talk about the fact that she was a drug addict. She's just an alcoholic. I don't know why we do that. Why did they do that? Why wasn't it drugs and alcoholism? Why were, Why wasn't Laurel in the hospital's black canary and be like, I can't take any painkillers, thanks. Maybe that happened. Maybe that happened when she was in the hospital. I'm going to pay attention to that. But I just feel like the pill situation gets glazed over. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's basically well, all Well, you're her. also forgetting in season four, we were trying to canonize her before oh, we killed right. her. Yeah. They didn't even like that she was an alcoholic. 
<laughs> but I do like that Sarah's back, Dark and Twisty Sarah. I've always liked that Oliver got the chance to uh, bring her home. I think Oliver is so rarely given the opportunity to make the monumental mistakes that he made in his past, right? And I mean, I'm talking... And have a good thing come out Yeah, of like, I'm, I'm not saying, like, of course, everything he does is the Green Arrow, you know, is redemptive and all that. But, like, actually being able to undo an actual mistake. Like, he can't bring Shadow back to life. Just kidding, he did. But <laughs> he brings everybody back to life. But... Yeah, you know what I mean. So I've always liked that the writers gave him that shot. Like, and he was more than ready. The other thing that I love is like Sarah's like, you know, Laurel's never gonna talk to you again. And he's like, I'm okay with that. <laughs> he's like, that's not really the sacrifice that you think it is. <laughs> yeah, really think that. That's he's like, it'll be worth it. That's a bonus. I'm now, also before gonna, we, like, before watch we get more... off the, the Laurel hate train, I have one more thing to add. Well, yeah, the other thing I need to keep an eye on now is the Oliver and Sarah thing. Because when it when it happens in season two, I feel like it comes out of left field. So I got to keep my eye on that. They do build it up. If you're looking for romance, I saw it all as platonic. Same. When apparently it wasn't. It was not. They're going to bone. So. Okay. <laughs> I read it as platonic. It was. But clearly the other thing that always irritates me about the Laurel Lands fandom is they're never ending bitching and there it is never ending bitching for eight seasons about how they never got a black canary green arrow team up. And they totally did. And you it's literally and all season is, two. I don't give a shit. The reason I was able to be okay with Oliver and Sarah in the end despite yeah. being so angry when they happened. Check the box. I realized that that's what they were doing well i love that that's what they were doing because they were like okay people we're gonna take the perfect on paper love interest the one that all the comic book hero you know nuts want him to be She's with and we'll do it hair. and then we're gonna show She's you got, how it's awful yeah. and it's really felicity and... yeah it's fantastic and i do i mean sarah is always the best canary i don't care what canary we're talking about is. i'm sorry She's the best canary so I think the show really did Katie Cassidy a major disservice and they casted, essentially they recasted her role in a sense. They did. Like, I, you know, I don't even, you I don't hear know. all those rumors that she was so angry that. I mean, I would hiatus be. between season two or season one and season two. And that is a good reason because I mean, she had a couple of reasons. I understand if she'd be pissed because not only are they handing over the black canary mantle to another actress, they're also handing over the love interest. Yep. And lead to another to two yep. different actresses. She actually lost her job to two different actresses. That's yep. impressive. I mean, sure to get but you okay. fired. I don't know what else they could do. One thing I wanted to add before I forget it, because I'm old and senile and I mm-hmm. will forget. It's okay. Is I was thinking about how they they went so far in season four and beyond to to make Laurel have seemed like a saint. Earth One Laurel was like yeah. she was this hero we aspire to and we look up to and she's this great person and you don't really see that during any season of this <laughs> no but i was saying like a season two like she was not great she was not great in season one she was not great in season three well, and I gotta be honest, wasn't great in season four, so I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Season three is probably my favorite Laurel, which I say she this was like she had her moments, but she was also not. She wasn't great. I mean, and she was never great. 
I think the best Katie Cassidy ever did in acting wise, like, and the Laurel I always wanted and like, it was like perfect was 301. And it was over yeah. as fast as it appeared. It I was know. like one episode. And I'm like, everyone's like, well, what kind what version of Laura did you want, Jen? I'm like, that one. That's the one. That's what I wanted. And then they took it. <laughs> so I, I that's I why think- it's always so funny when they talk about how, oh, the fan the Lucity fandom got to write the show. And we're like, no, seriously, if we had, it would have been so different. Listen, I cannot described you how much my opinions did not inter- impact Mark Guggenheim's right to writing choices. <laughs> he didn't give a shit. Anything okay. that they ever did that we liked was purely coincidence. It was just like, oh, glad you like it, Jen. Like, the man's gonna do what he's gonna do. So, yeah, it was like, it was, yeah. Trust me. If, if, if we had any sway, guys, there's a whole lot of stuff that wouldn't have happened. We didn't. We didn't have any sway. None whatsoever. I also think, like, what I really noticed in um, episode four, because this is the one thing where I I really do say that the season two is a triumph, is because the writers had a real big problem on their hands, is they they really set Laurel up in season one as the great love of Oliver's life. And now they have to not only build Felicity up as that, but then they have to um dismantle laurel as well yeah you have to you have to show the flaws in that relationship so like they're literally they're creating a love story and they're deconstructing a love story which to do this at simultaneous times and to do it at like a in a parallel well way was is impressive and i like that i'm picking up on more of it sooner because it's like magic trick yeah it really is because like what what happened in season two and what I noticed in episode three and four is you can tell that they listened to what people were saying about Laurel over the reviews and, you know, the frustrations with the character because, you know, Lance makes comments, but, Oh, now you're on his side or no, you're not on his side. I thought you were working with him, blah, blah, blah. And they kind of comment on the flip-flopping and then they make a point of saying that Felicity really believes in you in the where, episode where yeah. Laurel tries to get Oliver arrested. Correct. So they're really drawing the line that there's one person here who has consistently believed in him versus one who, you know, we don't know and where she's I at. I will tell you the Laurel fans, if I, when I recall being in the fandom in season two, they hated it whenever we'd point that out. Hated it because they knew we were right. right. there. Because they knew mm-hmm. we were right. Yeah. You know, I mean, again, you and I think, you know, they really were moving towards Emily Bettwick cards from the second she walked on that set. But oh, yeah. I, yeah, I really do. I like, have no doubt. <laughs> I'm enjoying I am really enjoying that part of it because I I liked Laurel in some versions when she <laughs> decided to show up. But I hate Laurel with the passion of a thousand sons. I hate them more than I hate Delena. Which guys such a bad and it's not even one of those things that you could point back to when they were younger no. and when they were together before and say that's when they were good because they weren't good then either. I can't they were point, never good. Listen, I hate Spike and Buffy. I hate I hate Spuffy and I hate Delena. But I can point to moments in both of those no TPs and say, Okay, that was romantic. Yeah, that was hot. That was good. 
Not with Laurel and Oliver. There's nothing. It is. There's nothing good. There's is, nothing. There was nothing altruistic about them. Nothing. No. No. Even when they were purpose. good, they were awful. You know, like the stuff that was presented as yes, this is going to be the epic building blocks of our great love story was atrocious. Top to bottom. You know, like like when they were at their quote unquote happiest, he was impregnating Samantha, sleeping with his, her sister. It just like, gets worse too. Like whatever like nibbles of like kernels of joy and happiness that they left in that relationship. They just in season one, they just nuke it in season two. There's nothing but bones and ash. And then you have <laughs> This, that moment on the island where Oliver and Sarah are talking and Sarah's like yeah I like you first and Laurel stole you from me yeah and I'm like they can't even give them that no <laughs> they're literally taking cause all they had all, I gotta believe I wasn't online but I gotta believe that the sanctimonious bullshit coming out of the Laurel Lance fandom was a lot to take oh it was and, and they, they, they they got meaner and more adamant after that revelation really like they realized things were getting things were from... not things were not going their way no I mean, I they were not can, i can i don't know how you can watch season two and be happy as a laurel lance fan i really don't it's, it's never, a lot I'm... of them claim season two is one of their favorites but oh like my sweet summer child you're a liar Lies. they're only saying that because oliver and felicity aren't officially together during season two <laughs> But, like, there's nothing building towards Laurel and Oliver. No. Other than just the fact, which was my nagging concern, that they just weren't going to drop kick this nonsense that she's the love of his life. Like, it's like she's assigned this role and they're never going to let it go, whether or not the story actually supports it or not. Which is why the end of season two is a revelation in television uh, writing. I can't wait to talk about the finale. I've so talked about good. it 50 times before. Oh, okay. So moving on. This is Arrow related. Have you been on Steve's Insta lately? No, because I know. Why? I know. <laughs> <laughs> I unfollowed him on Twitter. I have. I unfollowed him on Instagram. I don't even know. I might have followed him at one point. I unfollowed him on Instagram a long time ago. That was smart. I need to unfollow him. <sighs> I thought I did. And it's nothing bad. He didn't do anything bad, but I just thought it was kind of funny. So, like, the last time we talked about him, like, he gotten kicked off the airplane when that he was. was okay, remember? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah so it was with his wife yeah good times thanks steve uh so now i noticed like there was like this really sweet picture of him and his wife they weren't kissing but like it was like we're so in love he's, he's doing promotion for right heels, and i was it? like where does this come from and I'm like right underneath it it was like Heels premiering August 17th. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. That answers that question. I'm like, it's got to be premiering pretty soon, right? I desperately want to know if a producer called him up and was like, clean up your shit. <laughs> Had to. Have. Had to. Like, but you know, like, do you really think like they care that much? Who? You know, like, it's not like we're dealing with 
a J-Lo and Ben situation No, here. I think I think Steve cares more than, like, the producers care. Yeah, I feel like, st- like, if I had to make a guess, It's all like, about image for Steve. Everyone's got to remember that. Like, yeah. at the end of the day, the great love in Steven's life is himself. Amen, sister. And his ego is above all else. Yep. And... Yeah, it's, it's 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 all about his his ego and his image, and he I doesn't really, want really to be agree. that starving artist. You know, it's yeah, like his defining moment in his life. I feel like if he ever removes that from his Twitter, I'm gonna be like, Steve, you're gonna be okay. <laughs> Did you grow? Did you go to therapy? Did finally? you grow? <laughs> Did you hug and grow and learn and change? Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, the, no, he, I, he, he, I yeah, agree. yeah, you're right. I just thought I just started cracking up when I saw it because I was like, it's, Well, it's, and I also was like, Is this Steve? Or I, I guarantee some producer was like, Hey, maybe don't get drunk on an airplane and get kicked off. That'd yeah, be like maybe, maybe watch that kind of shit. But honestly, like, how many times are actors on other shows and stuff they like get divorced from their wives or right and like whatever? Like, that happens all the time. In fact, sometimes shows probably enjoy that because it gives them a little bit of a publicity boost. But is there anybody within the star's audience that's all Steve cares about is positive? You're the best in the world, Steven. Right. That's all he cares about. Right. It just felt very like, look, we made up. I'm like, okay. Sure. Yay. <laughs> I, I buy that. I'm like, okay. So, yeah. So that was my only. It was a little. What a dork. A little side. Little you side know, dish. speaking of married couples and, and drama. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, you were, did you ever watch Love is Blind? Yes. They're having the reunion show. No, 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 no. It was, there's this thing on Netflix. It's three episodes. It's like <gasps> after the altar. <gasps> and they have Cameron and Lauren and um, Amber and, and Barnett celebrating their two-year anniversary. And they invite everybody. Not just like oh my God. <laughs> the other pod couples, but like everybody who was ever on the show. Oh, girls, I got to watch this. It is three episodes of, like, wall-to-fucking-wall drama. (laughs) The only two people who aren't drama are Cameron and Oh, my God. I was like, please tell me my babies are okay. They have to manufacture drama with them. Like, they kind of tried to be like, when do you want to have children? And they're like, we both think that now is not the good time, but soon, you know, maybe next year. And it's like, okay, well, that's not good drama. What about you wash your chicken? How dare you? You can't wash chicken. No, I like to cook it this way. It's like, I'm like, really? That's that's all you got for them. So they're perfect as per always. Oh, they're like a Disney couple. I love them so much. But like Amber like, Barnett's the like, like, damn it, they 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 communicate like adults. Exactly. It's so frustrating. Meanwhile, Amber and Barnett. Oh, that's gotta be a that's gotta be a mess. No, like they're they're cute. They're still together. They're still really? like happy. But no, but there's but there's but it's like all the things that you thought this is gonna be a problem. Those <laughs> totally are the problem. problem. <laughs> like you remember how she was like all in debt. Yes. And he had like his house and his dog and everything. Yes. Guess what? What? He sold his house <gasps> to pay her debt. No, he didn't. They are moved into her apartment with a roommate. So they're oh. a married couple with a fucking roommate in an apartment. And oh. she's like, 
I want to have a baby. And he was <gasps> like, not right now, you don't. Oh, <laughs> and so she was talking with his mom about like, but you know, you can't always have these things on a schedule. And his mom's like, like yeah, yeah actually you can't. Until you have a fucking house. It's called birth control. It's there for and a reason. I, I didn't know how to feel. Like, I felt it was a little squicky. I mean, she had a point. But it I was mean, like, yeah. ooh. She said, he's the breadwinner. So he gets to say what goes. Ooh, hold up. No. I know. I had, I had, I was like, ooh. I ain't like, down with that. Here's my problem. Mm-mm. Amber has just as much say on, on this yeah, stuff. Yeah, especially as she she's going to push it out. And so, like, when mom lost me entirely, she's like, He's the man and he's the breadwinner. Oh. This is what Jesus wants and you need oh. to, you know. And I was like, oh, listen, you I'm hardcore Catholic mom. and you ain't coming at me with this is what Jesus wants. Nick gets to decide when we have babies. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> you had me at first, mom, when you were saying, mm, maybe not right now. And then you lost me when you're like, Jesus wants you to do what your husband says. I'm like, okay, no. <laughs> you almost got it, mom, but you lost it. Anyhow, so, hilariously, this coincides with a little family story. So when my parents got pregnant with my sister, Erin, hi, Erin, if you're listening, um, my dad, they were both unemployed. They had moved back to Chicago and they were living. I think they either were living with my grandparents or they were living in an apartment that my grandparents were helping pay for or something like that. And they were like, we can't tell them <laughs> we're pregnant right now. Like, no. So like they waited until my dad got a job and we were like, surprise, we're pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> like, but also gainfully employed. <laughs> That's awesome. So yeah. you remember on Love is Blind, the whole Mark and Jessica. Yes. Cause yeah, Jessica was so Mark was the only one who did not show up. But it turns oh. out that maybe Mark is a little bit of a dog. Oh. But because okay, the the other gal that Barnett was talking to besides Jessica was Elsie. I don't remember her in the pods. Anyhow, she was there. They they give you footage, so you're like, oh yeah, okay. <laughs> you're like, yeah, I got you. I clocked you, no girl. She was like, there. I just can't remember names she and faces. Started talking with Mark. Yeah, like after the show, and they were yeah. like kind of seeing each other, but maybe like long distance. I was I was unclear. Okay, but then like Mark started dating somebody else. And like now he's married to somebody or they're having a baby or something. Anyhow, Mark wasn't there to defend himself, but there was a lot of Mark slander being thrown around. Jessica is just as annoying as ever, but she actually was like showing where she'd grown. Like it's one of those things where like, okay, you got somebody that's the the bad guy. Like I still hate you, but glad that you're not as abysmal as you once were. Well, and then you've got the two quote unquote good guys in this case being Amber yeah. and Burnett, right? Yeah. They were like on the good side and Jessica was on the bad side. Yeah. Well, Jessica comes to this party and she's like the only person that bought them an anniversary present. Aww. And she thought it would be funny to get them wine glasses because of all the drama about <laughs> drinking wine. So she got them some Tiffany wine goblets, right? Oh, nice. And Amber was like, no, we're not taking a gift from her. Ugh. How dare she come here? What? How dare what? she show up, you know? And they were just like, they were super rude to her. Like, Barnett was like a deer in the headlights. He's like, I can't talk to you. I must go find my wife right now, you know? <laughs> and like, Amber's like, oh, how dare she? How dare it's she? It's Tiffany wine glasses. Shut and up. Like, 
and like Jessica was very clearly like upset to be like treated like this by them right. like, so some people are like comforting her and I'm like I'm actually sitting here watching this feeling bad for Jessica like what is the world coming to well also like the, like her bringing an anniversary gift is also her way of apologizing yeah. for trying to hit well, on her what husband she said. she's like I'm, I'm, I'm moving past it you know right sorry I was a jackass here's some nice really super expensive wine glasses were they colored I didn't see them because she I'm like I said really they wouldn't even take them out of the bag. Glasses. I didn't know Tiffany made wine glasses. I'm gonna have to Google this. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe they're champagne flutes or something. Anyhow, whatever. It's wine. nice. Take them. Yeah. No, and it was just like I was actually feeling box? bad. And like Diamond was there. You remember Diamond is the one? Where oh, the was... I can't stand them. They were on the show for three seconds, and they acted like they he were. He like... literally has. They had. They had him like have a conversation. He hadn't learned shit. I'm like, no, it's like, why are we even having them on the show? They broke up in 15 seconds. They had everybody. They had God. Everybody. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like, if you need something dramatic to watch, you go watch this show. It's going to make your brain like. Okay, now I know I get to watch why I'm running on the elliptical machine tonight. (laughs) Very excited. This all ramps us up to talk about the other little bit of juicy reality tv oh couple news that i'm still still not over. i'm shook by this I'm so shook. i'm so shook it's a lot it's a lot to process it's really exciting <laughs> the selling sunset you would think hey it's just a show about selling <laughs> real estate it's not in fact it's very little I, you see very little of any of these people selling real estate. I don't know how the autumn hyper They whatever. argue with each other in real estate. Like, they'll be at right. a house that's for sale. And, and they'll argue with each other. They yeah. all have a very nice office where they sit and argue with each other. But that is about all you see of the real estate. And they go to lunch and argue What is it, Oppenheimer other. Brothers? I think Oppen- they actually... Oppenheim Group. Oppenheim Group. I think they actually do the deals and... The chicks yeah. are just there to sit in the office and yell they're, they're at each window, other. Window dressing. So <laughs> Brett, and Jason, Brett and Jason are like Oppenheim group. They're twin, yeah, that's it. Yep, they're twin brothers, and they're and hot. They're just like they're the movers and shakers, and like they're short ones, but hot. They're short, but Short's they're hot. Okay, but they're, well, they're hot. hot mostly because they they're so they're like those alpha guys, but like Super they don't alpha. have to like strut around announcing that they're alpha. They just they just are, are alpha. <laughs> Hot. You know, they, they exude charisma. A lot of confidence. And, yeah. It's like they walk in a room, you're like, they got some money. They got style. They got power. They got power. <laughs> mm-hmm. Tasty little snack, those so, twins are. Apparently, and like Brett, two. <laughs> I don't know what, what, what the deal with Brett is, but Jason used to date Mary. And Mary's the best. Be, Mary used to be good friends with Christine. Christine is the devil. Christine Satan marries Mary. Like Mary a is a Mary, Mary's so she's not a virgin, but, but yeah, Mary, Mary and Jason broke up like before the show began. In season together. one. yeah, mm-hmm. because season one, Mary's with with I always call him Lettuce to remember his name, Romaine. <laughs> <laughs> and Romaine, God bless his little heart. He's just he's just a big block of Romaine <sighs> lettuce. You know, he's just he's also but he's like, also like me. 
he's savage. Like they didn't <laughs> let us see how savage he was. Yeah, when he came out so savage in season two, I'm like, Romaine, where you been? We've been on my life, buddy. Come sit next to me. I really just felt like they were gonna like just slough him off to like the kept man category. No, no, he's he awesome. Was, he came out swinging in season two. You're I like, he's got him. stuff to say. Everybody listen. <laughs> He's the best. He hates Davina so much. He hates her so much. It's the best because I don't like Davina much. Nobody likes Davina. If you're basically on what's her name side, you're not a nice person. Yeah, no. Yeah. It's bad news. So, (laughs) so all this is going on. And then Chriselle, like, she's like the series kind of like pivots around Chriselle because. At the very beginning of season one is when she came aboard. And that's kind of like where the story, quote unquote, started. She's like a real life Disney princess. Chriselle is just like, if you have a problem with Chriselle, then you just hate good things. Yeah. You hate nice, pretty, the, pure, wholesome she's things. She's like a cross between <sighs> Snow White and And Cinderella. I don't want to hear somebody say, well, in real life, she's really just a bit. No, listen. I'm telling you what the show care. shows us. We just want, we believe what the show tells us. Because exactly. everything the show tells us is We are not true. critical watchers of this show. We no. believe, they tell don't, us, Chriselle, Don't at me with your is. conspiracy theories. No, what no. is presented on screen is what is real. Because it's a reality show. Exactly. So, <laughs> Chriselle is married to dipshit <sighs> Justin Hartley. You know what? And I got to be honest, I'm so sad that I'm so sad about Justin Hartley because I met Justin Hartley. And I know. He was so delightful. Did I. And yeah, you were I was with me. There. And we had like a whole <laughs> moment with Justin. I know. He was really nice. He was really nice. And man, why'd you have to be such a D bag to Snow White, man? You're married to a Disney princess. What's up with that? So they were married. You never saw him. Like, he, like they'd have parties and stuff, and people would show up with their significant other. Never Justin Hartley. He would never. Because he's too, he's too famous for. He's, he's too important. He's still yeah. this as us. You know, he's just. Trust me, when he was doing his soap rotation and was the Green Arrow on uh, Smallville. Well, and that's kind of face. the impression I got that, like, she was with him when he was struggling. Um. So his deal was did you ever watch. Um, oh, what was that really cheesy soap opera? I say there this so like many. it's like a needle thing. <laughs> like how many? Which oh, one? it was what the network? one with the puppet. Santa Barbara? No, it was um Sunset. No, what was oh. it? Uh, uh Passions. Oh no. So oh, no. his first wife was Teresa on Passions. I have no idea who that is. Anyways, that's, <laughs> that's as much as she's done in her career. So he was married to her for years. They had, they met on a soap. They either met on a soap or they met on a, like a Lifetime movie. Um, they got married. They had their daughter and then they got divorced. And then he dated Chriselle for like, sorry, I'm like, I know way too much about Justin Hartley's personal life. It's not good. Um, so then he dated Chriselle for like eight years. This is the other a thing long time. Out. A he long dates time. He dates her for like eight years and then marries her for two and then divorces her. So they got divorced in season three. He dumped her via text. It was like one of those things like, did it hit the entertainment news sites before yes, it, it did. hit her text it, type Yeah, thing? within five minutes. I it mean, was ridiculous. She, she said on the show that. Uh, she they had a fight in the morning but like it wasn't like they, they were talking about separating or anything like that everything was fine and they had a fight in the morning 
and she didn't talk to him all day. And at the end of the day, she got a text from him saying that he filed, that he was get, that they're getting divorced. And, and then like, it was all over the And it was done. News. And he was done. And she was like, what? Now, the, my personal opinion is. <laughs> He's a dick. <laughs> that A plus douchebag to start with. Like, he has, he you had are, another you not end your marriage for, with a person you've been with for a decade over a fucking text. Like, what is your problem, man? He had somebody else waiting in the hopper. Right. So he, because they all do. Um, they the guys, never guys move, don't give up their, their, they never home. move from one yeah. to the other without, yeah, they never move on from one until they, if they don't have one. It's like you don't quit up. your current job before you have another job lined up. Yeah. You're that's like, how men are that, with women. They took that to heart for like their whole life. Listen, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I've been in some situations where, like, well, maybe the guy is just like having, no. uh, and my husband's always like, he's got a chick. There's a, yeah. there's a side piece, and he's always right. Mm-hmm. So, men food, are very predictable. Work, sex, men aren't complicated. Those are their three. So, okay, so he had a little side piece, but also he had this little side piece. I don't know if he was sleeping with her. He probably was. He's married her now. But what was going on during all of this is Justin Hartley was negotiating his final contract for This Is Us. So this is the time because like when they sign, they sign them to like these. I mean, I think they've got some small pay pay bumps over the years. But like this was this was the contract where these are going to be the final years of the show. I think it's ending in six and everybody going to get paid like it's the big contract. okay? And I don't think he had a prenuptial agreement with Chriselle. So I Ugh. think he was trying to ace her out of the This Is Us money. Well, that's just gross. It's like Tom Cruise filed for divorce right after Nicole Kidman's miscarriage. Because he, if he stayed married to her for any longer, they would have been a common law marriage. Or there was some rule in California and the prenuptial just agreement gross. would have been null and void. Or I don't know. It was all about money. It was completely motivated by money. He didn't want to pay her any more than he had to. Yuck. Dicks. All of them. <laughs> so yeah, Chriselle was heartbroken. So for the like the last half of season three, she was just devastated. And of course the vultures, Davina and Christine, are like pounce on this. Oh, they're, they're like, like gleeful that her life turned to shit. It was really upsetting. But like Mary is like now she's like, I'm Chriselle's new best friend, you know? Right. Like, <laughs> the two of them are, are are thick as thieves and it's wonderful to see. Now right. I need I still need to go back and rewatch Christine's wedding at the end of season three because Same. Davina feels- said something super shitty. To Chriselle that had her leaving the, yeah the she left and she, she was like left in tears because I want to say that it was Jason Oppenheim that was like well yeah but we gotta say why we're interested if it was Jason well I'm working up to that I'm so excited I was like okay <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Because I'm feeling like there was a level of concern showed here, and I want to see mm-hmm. that if it's there, like I remember it being there because the two mm-hmm. of them are dating now. <laughs> I'm so excited. So there was these pictures from like off the coast of of Italy, you know, where the Amalfi Coast there with like Capri and Positano and all that stuff of like the two of them basically like to use the Hollywood term canoodling. and they're on vacation and like i saw a group picture that had 
Romaine and Mary there too, and Brett and his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. So like they're all on vacation. They're together. all hanging. Yep. And like they posted this on Instagram, and like all their friends, like not Christina and Davina, obviously, but like, <laughs> everybody else is like, "Oh yeah, you finally made it Instagram official," which tells me it's been a thing for a while. It's been a minute. Yep. Mm-hmm. And we're just learning about it now. But I, for one, like, there's a lot of people that are like, I don't know how to feel about this. This is wrong. This is gross. I'm like, you people are all Christine fans. How is it gross? (laughs) I saw some people being like, oh, this is terrible. And I'm like, okay, Christine fan. (laughs) And like, honestly, though, like the really like, I think it's awesome. I, I think it's amazing. And the completely materialistic side of me was like, yes, girl, get it. Right. Because he's loaded. He's like, yes, take her to Milan. And honestly, Chriselle deserves good things. She does. I'm like, you know, fine. Suck it, Justin Hartley, trying to keep your This Is Us money. I see you and raise you. And I guarantee. Oh, yeah. Jason's this got more Jason money than Justin Hartley. Sell Justin yeah, times, exactly. <laughs> and this Is Us money ain't coming anywhere near your clothes. He's, a, he's a real is. estate developer in in. He's Los been in the Angeles. game for like 20 years. I, yeah. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you Did wish you had that I money. Like, Did we get to see like his his a condo? It was like ridiculous. It was ridiculous. I was like, okay. <laughs> so yeah, Chriselle done so traded up. Good so for excited. her. Well, now I want season. Are we on four? Season yeah. four needs to come out. We need out. season four. When does season four come out? Like, are they gonna? Is he gonna? Is Jason gonna film more now? Because they don't film all the time. It's mostly just the girls. So I'm like really they, curious. They show up strategically. Yeah. Honestly, this has given me like all the I need to write a story. You need like to. Go, go finish your story now. You've no, I'm not going to finish a story. I might start a story though. Because okay. oh my you got the juice god. It's, no. it's too juicy. It's really good though. I'm really just happy for her. I just want her to find a nice. Like I think she was dating some other guy for a little bit. So I feel good about this because the other guy was like her rebound transitional. Yeah. And you never marry the rebound. Don't marry that one. And then now she can move on to Jason, who is going to be like her solid, like, yeah. And they were really good friends. So I hope there's like a good friendship base because that's really important. And he strikes me as he's just like a nice guy. He's very protective. What if they get married and she has triplets? Oh God, Jen, you and your triplets. (laughs) It could happen. <laughs> God help us. It's not enough that she's dating a twin. She, they must also produce multiple. Oh <laughs> Somebody's going to do it. <laughs> I'm looking everywhere. There's a chip on there somewhere. That's ridiculous. You're ridiculous. I really just need to write the fic just to get it out of my, yes, my brain. Like I was like, I can't believe you God. Forget it. Like I can't. I don't know. I don't have any time. All I do is work. <sighs> All right. So what else? Did we have any illicity questions? I haven't looked. I mean, we have a pool we could pull from, but right now I'm just like writing my Chriselle Jason. I love it so much. Just like. Ah. <laughs> wonderful news um uh oh here's a good one favorite moment scene line for each character jesus christ god what are you doing to me guys i mean this that that itself could be a whole podcast i mean that would require a 
whole podcast. I feel like for sure. I feel like I couldn't draw that out on the top of my head. It's that so was... hard, especially when he comes to Oliver, because the man has some lines. Well, and even just like Roy, like yeah, you have to go look. Fuck, I don't know what Roy said. Exactly. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm not doing... It's been a minute. I'm not doing new Team Arrow. Don't make me do that. Mm-mm. How about Diaz? Although, what's his name? <laughs> that hypocritical little bastard uh, gave a nice speech to Oliver and Felicity on their wedding day before he turned Oliver into the police. Like a dick. What was his name again? Oh, shit. I don't remember. Ramirez. Oh, Renee. 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 See um, I don't know. I have a lot. I got one. Who would okay. win in a fight? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Who would win in a fight? Renee or Diaz? <laughs> I mean, just because I hate the actor so much and I really actually love the actor who played Renee Ramirez, I'm going with Renee Ramirez. Thank you. That's the right answer. Don't you feel? I yeah, feel like that's I a simple. That's a simple. Kirk, Kirk Avocado, whatever his name is, he's he's a problem. Like I never thought we were gonna get a bigger D bag than um, Manu, but man, man, did they really come? They through. really tried. They really <laughs> come through in the end. <laughs> Do you remember Mark was like so confused over Manu's craziness? Where like Manu's like, I'm not coming back to Arrow, and Mark's like, but. You, you did. Are. We already told people. <laughs> he's like, think he's lying. We're like, okay. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. <laughs> like, why are you so like, crazy? He's the best. I was like, let's have more train like Rex with that. That's amazing. Why, why are you so crazy? <laughs> yeah, he's like, I don't understand. What? <laughs> avocados i just don't there was nothing that came out of this man's mouth that i was could understand like he came in with some serious hatred towards felicity smoke i'm like what the fuck what's happening i don't understand he was just mean he was really mean like i couldn't even get behind like even when he was positive about the show, he's like really mean about it. Like, it was just mean. It was well, like... and the Laurel Lance fandom loved him, so that's all you need to know. <laughs> like, which side of the fandom really loves the actor will tell you everything about that actor's personality. Yep. Just sit my tea here. Every other guest actor loved Emily. Oh, how excited. Did we talk about Josh Sagara and how he got cast in the Hulk, the She-Hulk? We didn't, but we love Josh Sagara. You we know, loved Josh Sagara. I say, that's my baby. And I'm he, proud. honestly, like, I love him. He's really just, <laughs> like, I like guys that are, like, legitimately in love with their wives and, you know, don't use <laughs> them for publicity <laughs> problems. Listen, I'm just I'm bringing it full circle. Bring it back to the beginning. Bring it over. Every once in a while, I gotta throw a little shade in that Yeah, he deserves it. It's just, you know, <laughs> I don't know what he wants from me, man. What do you uh, want from me, Steven? So, I, in that sense, I'm a big fan of Renee Ramirez. Uh, yeah, and I really like Josh. 
Although, and Colin, 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 Colin's had a baby, and what is her name? It's the cutest little name. I forget. Oh, it's really cute. It's like it's kind of old fashioned. I haven't been on Twitter. I know, but it's driving me nuts. They just said it. Is it like Agatha? No, it's not that. Um, Patty. I'm going to Patty's Twitter. But I have been on Twitter a lot more this last week. I know, but Patty just talked about a little bit ago because they she tweeted a picture of her and oh my god, the kid is really cute. Oh wow, Patty's watching a lot of Olympics. Like, sorry guys, it's gonna take a minute because I'm like scrolling through a lot of tweets. This is what I like about Patty. She's just like us. Like, seriously, you guys, it's like straight up to like never ending. Okay, we're past Olympics. Um, oh, there she is, Happy Cecily. Oh my. And she's like, she she looks like Patty. Like, she looks exactly like what a kid colin and patty kids would look like she's blonde but she also has like the tommy deep blue eyes it's a lot she's really cute she actually looks a teensy tiny bit like my lord you know this would be a question for us to work on for like a future podcast but Mm -hmm. like our dream arrow cast (gasps) oh that's gonna be so hard for me because i have i'm emotionally attached to these actors now in the roles yeah, but that's what I mean. It's just like, you know, get rid of the the laurels and the oh, Renees and replace her with this. Oh, I like this game. Like, we got the Josh, get rid of Diaz, the replace Tommies, it with this. We got you know. Yeah, like we keep all the goods, but we get rid of the bads. Right. Okay, that's gonna require some thought. Yeah, but I'm we're gonna need to do that. We're gonna we're gonna do that. I and I, I really do want to do the favorite lines because I have them. I do. I know I do too. But like, I can. Fucking can we remember. do speeches? Because, like, we could do speeches. Because there were some speeches. Like, maybe we can do scenes. I actually, here's what we're going to do we're going to do favorite scenes and then we're going to do favorite lines because that's going to break it up for me a little bit because I have some trouble picking. Dear God, Jen, you're going to have like like, five pages. It's going to be like one A. I'm going to have like one C. (laughs) (laughs) Well, in this line, he said the really hot, but in this one, he said A. It was very hot. I'm going to be like (laughs) miming, shooting myself in the head. (laughs) You're like, just good thing we don't record this for YouTube, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. Why is Supergirl trending? I'm taking a peek. Because Monel's coming back for their finale, I think. Listen, you know what? I understand that peeps hate the Monel, but I am but such like, a fan. But like, if you saw the show ending any other way, no, I don't come know on, they're gonna give her Monel, <laughs> and like, come on, it's it's Chris Wood, and they're married, and they had a baby. Get on board. Yeah. It's amazing how much oh they're co- they're dead in real life, and they had a baby, and I'm like, okay, awful characters, okay. See, that's all Katie had to do. <laughs> No, there was no fixing that. Yeah, I was about <laughs> to say, who could she marry that would make us like you, her? You know, I don't. I don't. <laughs> like, this is going to be the screwiest. The only person I could possibly think of that, like, is David Ramsey. But, like, the thought of that is just so... Why do you hate David? Why Why do I hate David? I don't. And I, I love you. you. I'm sorry. Him, and now I find I know. I take it back. David. I can't even put it out into the universe. Oh. <sighs> Why? Oh my god, did you okay? So because I was randomly stalking Steve's Insta, I also saw underneath his heels, uh whatever thing. Um 
Katie Cassidy replied to it and she said, don't fuck it up. Did she really? Yeah. You're making that up. I am not. Oh Stone cold. Stone cold truth. <laughs> At least she's got a with, sense of humor. With laughing I mean, emojis. She's got a sense of humor. That's a sense of humor right there. <laughs> Like, can't I you just see reading that and just turn it's boiling like she red? Like cursed the role for him. It's awesome. like, thank you. It's like the only time I'm rooted for Katie Cassidy, like in my life. I'm like, oh, girl, that's awesome. You know what, honey? You're okay. It's <laughs> <laughs> like Jessica showing up with Tiffany wine glasses. You know? Yeah, it's, it's like, like, I'll like, forgive him, baby girl. We good. I'm okay Let's with this. <laughs> that's fantastic. Oh my god. I know, I can't believe she did that. It was awesome. <laughs> oh, my, oh, my oh my god, god. you really god. have no shame. Oh, that's uh, fantastic. I just love <laughs> laughing at all of their silly nonsense. It's so much it's so entertaining. <laughs> I know I should do more with my life than this, but it's fun. So, you know. Well, you've had a hard week, and so at the end of the week, I you have should be allowed to laugh and giggle. But guess what? It's my robot's so finally working. Yay. So I don't have to throw myself off a cliff anymore. Yay, robot. Nick was like, he seemed like a lot like less stressed. It's like the robot's working and I want to marry it. He's like, robots. would you be okay if I divorced you and married a robot? He's like, sure. Yay, robots. Everyone, I was telling my friend about it. They're like, oh my gosh, robot taking away your job. I'm like, trust me, it's not taking no, away It's a There's wonderful plenty thing. other shit that I got to do. But I was like, it. it's yeah, yours. Like, I'm like, trust me, this isn't like the Ford plant. <laughs> this is this is actually a good thing. Jonesy, just what go get a computer programming for. job. Well, okay. No, sure. it's fine. They have other stuff for me to do. That's the problem. They have too much other stuff for me to do, and I don't have time to do the other stuff. The robots oh! can pick up the fucking slack. Let's I remember what I wanted to talk about. This oh, would dear. be a little Scarlett Johansson. Oh, yeah. To win the pants off disney now do you want to hear where like they've somebody brought this up on on tiktok mm. and i thought it was very interesting because everywhere you look you see people talking about the scarlett johansson thing and a lot of people unsurprisingly bashing scarlett for it right turns out she's not the only person or the first person to be doing something like this interesting because John Krasinski and Emily Blunt are doing the same thing to Warner Brothers for The Quiet Place. Why hasn't that got any noise? Because it's not Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, I guess. And we can't sit there and beg on a... Well, okay. Can yeah. we just talk about their response? Because, okay, she files the lawsuit. So, basically, if you guys don't know, she, so in her contract... It said that Black Widow would be exclusively an ex- a theatrical release. And because she, she gets paid on box office. Right. So she negotiated it. And this is very, very, I mean, thank Jack Nicholson for it because he did it first with uh, Batman. So he took a lower salary, but they offered him back end profits. And Batman was huge. He made a fortune. So a lot of actors, they'll take no money or less money up front and then they get paid on the profits on on the back end and a lot of that of course obviously is the success at the box office so her her salary is tied only as from what i understand it to box office numbers okay so the the reported salary was supposed to be 50 million so when they when they siphoned and they put they put 
Black Widow on Disney streaming, they siphoned some of her money because, you know, that's Which not doesn't a seem release, fair. So they didn't have to pay it. Pay, right. So when they yeah. announced that they were going to put Black Widow on streaming, um, her lawyer, her agent tried to call Disney and renegotiate her contract. They're like, Correct. they were ready to play ball. They were like, yeah. okay, so it's not going to be an exclusive theatrical release. So let's, let's renegotiate. And they never called her back. They wouldn't, they wouldn't, they wouldn't even call yes. her back. Correct. <laughs> so home girl, yeah. home girl is, uh, she's suing. So Disney's response and it's, it's, it's it's really kind of something. So they this is the route they went. Um, the company has fired back, slamming Black Widow stars breach breach of contract lawsuit for showing, and I quote, callous disregard for the horrific and prolonged global effects of the oh, COVID nineteen pandemic. They did not. Oh, they did. So oh, that's. Can we just shitty. can we just take a moment? She never just... said you can't stream it. Right. She said you can stream it, but then you gotta Could pay you pay me? me? Right. What you were gonna pay me with it was released theatrically. So <laughs> the Disney Corporation is standing on the moral high ground over oh. COVID. They open their parks in like two seconds after the shutdown. Give me a break. So basically, from what I'm getting from the lawyers, is they're approaching this from that we, the Disney Corporation, released Black Widow as a social service to ease the suffering of the globe and all the people dying from COVID. Okay, well, let's, let's pretend for a second. Let's and our way of showing that for a second, right? That, no, hang on. And their way of showing that is to charge us thirty dollars for a yeah. movie we already paid for. <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. It's like it's not like over at Warner Brothers where it's included with your subscription. Oh no, no, sister, you guys, you, you have to you pay extra. extra. Mm-hmm. In fact, I told Lauren she wanted to rent. Sorry, Emma Stone. Uh, she wanted to rent Cruella. I'm like, I'm not paying $30 for Cruella. Just it's wait a month be, and it'll be free. It's going to be out there. <laughs> like, I knew I was going to have to pay for Black Widow. But, like, I was like, I'm not doing it for Cruella. I it's haven't good. paid for either. I'll be Good honest. for you. I mean, <laughs> did I need to pay $30 for Black Widow? No. I mean, it was great. I, I, I honestly got to say. But, like, seriously, say, if you're charging $30 for people to rent this, right. you can give Scarlett a little kickback of that. Also that, and also, can we just stop acting like we did some, like, like your freaking Mother Teresa out here? You're no fucking Warner Brothers, Yeah, (laughs) Give me a fucking break. But this is, like, this is interesting because this is going to affect a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah. The streaming and contracts and going for it. And, like, so I'm very, very curious how this is all going to play out. And I would suggest to Disney to settle right away. Oh, yeah. Settle you don't want to set this bit. precedent that you, yeah. No. Because then you will <laughs> never is... again be able to get a big name star from no. your properties. No. I mean, well, and it really can do a lot of harm to the streaming service, too. Oh, yeah. Because So, if yeah. they plan on making any money at this, I would, you know, cut a check, man. Like, honestly, you make billions. What's 50 million? That was what her salary the... was supposed to be. 
you can afford to pay Scarlett some. And listen, I noticed somebody else pointed out that it said in there, in her, you know, sixth and final film. So somebody's all like that. There goes all the rumors that she's gonna pop back up at some point. Well, I thought it was an interesting move. She's not right. I thought it was an interesting move when she did it because I was like, because so. Her contract was through Marvel, which it, I think Disney owns, or I can't. Yeah, Disney like owns that. everything, so I was like, "Oh, <laughs> girl is gonna burn it to the ground." I was like, "Well, she's not doing any more movies with them." I was like, "And she's willing to like." I mean, this can really, this can co- cost her future projects too. You know, what I mean, there's oh, money, yeah. there's money to be made in the future with Disney. Obviously, they're Disney, so. What I what I found was astounding. Now I understand we're talking about a rich person suing yeah. a really rich it's company. It's like we're not we're not These breaking not, out the tiny violins, right? Like hurt. it's fine. It, she'll be fine. I'm not worried about uh, Scarlett making her her mortgage payment. But I found it to be a very interesting response on top of the you know. Uh, social service that Disney was performing, yeah. charging me thirty dollars. Get the Twitter. fuck out of here, uh, Disney! <laughs> Jesus oh, Christ! You were helping me. Oh, thank God! Oh, I'm, so, you, I'm so lucky to be able to pay you an extra thirty dollars for a fuck movie. Vaccines. All we need is Disney streaming to survive this pandemic. Thanks for Listen, coming through, guys. I've watched more HBO Max and Netflix than I have Disney this pandemic, and that's just on fact. there except kid movies. And I'm like, I've seen these three hundred and fifty thousand. Kyle times. keeps going over there looking for something to watch. There's nothing, like, Kyle. Why are you over here looking for something? We know the stuff we want to watch is over there. Let's go over there. There's the Marvel TV shows, <laughs> and that is it. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. That's it. That's it. That's it. And Loki's <laughs> over. We're waiting for. Like uh, I'm not in an interest in in rewatching any Star Wars movies or any Marvel movies right now. So I'm over. Yeah, the other kind of like moved on. You know, it's, it's a dry show. period. They want to put out a new Marvel show. I'll tune back in, but in the meantime, I'll be over on HBO Max watching adult programming. Thank you. So on on top <laughs> of them calling her a uh, slimy, grimy, uh, you know, basically. During share the funds uh, during the plague. My Um, God, they also said, "Well, and she made plenty on the streaming site." So their their response is, "Oh, you made enough money." So it would be like, let's say your salary is a hundred thousand dollars a year, and your employer's like, "I'm gonna pay you fifty. That's enough money for you." Um, no, what we agreed on was a hundred thousand. So I find the and not to like bring, but I have a feeling if this was like a male star, they it wouldn't even that would it. not have made it into the variety art. Well, like the John Krasinski thing, right? It didn't even make the news, right? So very much, oh, you vagina asking for what you deserve. Give me a How break. Dare you? You made just plenty, honey. Go sit down. That's right. literally was their response. Correct. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Wow. I'm like burned to the ground, sis. Have fun. Isn't it wonderful being a woman <laughs> in this society that we live in? Well, now word on the street is Emma Stone's thinking of her options too. I'm like this could be a fun, a fun fall. <laughs> Just like have her have them march it into court together. I mean, what a bunch of dipshits. Just pay them the money they're owed, you know? Right. 
But this is how Disney is. This is how all these companies are. It's let's, you know. They're not doing anything for the greater good. Oh, that was my thing. Oh, yeah. You guys really cared about COVID when you when you decided, you know, things are just so dark and so terrible. So we're going to release our big name movies on our streaming service and make you charge quadruple what you're already paying and you're going to be happy. And we're just aren't we? the source of all good. I mean, the absolute moxie it takes to say that with a straight face, because trust me, they thought about their statement before they released it to Variety. And they looked at that and they said, that's a real good statement. Yeah, there was a PR guy (laughs) who was like, solid response, let's go with this. It's like, okay. (laughs) Somebody looked at that and thought that was a great thing to say. This is not the direction to go. It's like Firestone tires all over again. They're like, no. Recall the tires. There's no other option. Hey, when does your daughter go back to school? Um, she's going back on the eighth, I think. Ninth. Where's the September calendar? Oh, so yeah. September? Now with Delta, yeah. So with Delta, jeez. I know. Why are you so lucky? You get to go back in September. I don't know. The eighth. Yeah. My oh wait, it might be the seventh. She's going back the seventh. So My kids Minnesota- go back August 9th. Yeah, so Minnesota's weird because it dates back to our farming days where kids had to be available for bringing in the crops. So they don't start school until after Labor Day. And they keep doing it because everybody has their cabins and their summer and the state fairs at the end of the, at the, mm-hmm. end of the month. So Must it's be like nice all of you. this. Do not <laughs> fuck with, listen, do not fuck with Minnesota and our summers. We get three stinking months. You get three Where whole months. Three whole months of mildly decent weather. Granted, we get two months if we're lucky. <laughs> <laughs> oh come on, it's not that bad. Do you get you negative four hundred degrees freezing? It I doesn't do. matter if they're in school. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. So yeah, so no, it's always the day after Labor Day that she goes back. So, so I mine are told going her. back too sweet. So I'm like, where's my zipper binders? Gotta go school supply shopping. Oh, I know. Like, can't you order your school supplies through the school? I got on that. Jo- I got on that. Are you kidding me? There's schools that like you can order the supplies through yeah, the school? Yeah, they, yep. You order the supplies through school. And Janky. when they show up, like this is amazing in, in elementary school. Because like I was driving no, all never. over the tri-state area looking for a fucking yellow folder. Like it didn't exist, you know, like. So the next year we did it through the school and like she shows up on um, open house night. Must be and nice. There was a little completely organized, adorable yeah. box that you yeah. open with all the color folders yeah. that she needed and everything. And I was like, yeah. actually, magic. I've all I've bought is the zipper binder because yeah, I know I those start things with it. sell out like fucking yeah. nobody's business. Kind of. So I got one of those and then I'm going to wait to see everything else for like if they bring home lists and stuff. But like we had to order Liam shirts because he's going to high school and they have a different color shirt. Oh yeah. 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 I know. I'm, I'm like really off the back to school shopping. Well, she was like, mom, what am I going to wear for pictures? And what do I have for the first day of school? And I'm like, I don't know. Look in your closet. You haven't gone anywhere. I bought you clothes for Christmas that you never wore because we didn't go anywhere. And you wear the same Irish dancing t-shirts every day. She's like, well, those were fancy. I'm like, well, Guess what, girl? Class it up because you're wearing them and 
when you're going back to school. So, so now she's going to be an eighth grader. So we're king of the hill. Yeah, so is Evie. I'm mm-hmm. going to need to make sure her pants fit her. Ooh. Pants, I know. Like, Jesus Christ, what's with these kids and their growing? Why do we feed them? <laughs> I, every they're time. gonna need shoes and pants I know and like there's and, the oh shoes and then there's the underwear and the shirts and the we things just let them and go the... naked all summer and then like listen every time I'm doing laundry or doing back to school clothes shopping I'm bitching about Eve that hoe just could not not take a bite of the apple everything was fine Eve we didn't have to have clothes and then you ate fruit <laughs> Sure. Blame the woman. <laughs> Very Actually, what there. they say was, I can't, I can't decide if this is like, okay, let's share equally the blame with Adam. Or is this kind of like, I don't know. It feels, well, so they say that, at least in my church, uh, that it's actually more Adam's to blame because he was supposed to be Eve's protector and oh, he slacked off. Oh, give me off. a fucking break. Right? The girl's got I kind of felt like that was like a little <laughs> bit of like, like pandering. Like, I don't know. Like it it just, feels very pandering. Yeah. You're like, oh, oh whatever, man. How about your I own just, decisions. How about own I it, Eve. Own it. The whole thing out into the dirt. And be like, yeah. No, I'm like, okay. Try yeah. again. Like somebody was <laughs> explaining that to me and I was like, I was just like, you know, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just didn't have it in me to argue. No. I'm like, I'm just going to let that go. Because I like to make my laundry jokes. They're funny. <laughs> and he's like, well, well anything you know, that makes doing the laundry feel it's actually a It's actually more Adam's fault. I'm like, okay. I'm Do not you actually... like the new trend where I've started sending you TikToks? Yes. And I still me? won't join it. <laughs> I'll be like, oh, I need to send this one to Jen. Well, you're like, you're just doing all the work for me. I don't have to sit through this. Like, you just send me whatever's good. I'm trying to like not send you everything too. I'm just, but like, I like, I, I love it. It's great. You know what though? It's really nice at work because then I'll get a TikTok from Callie, and I'm like, okay, I don't want to like scream at people on the phone. Like literally, you guys, I've had like two experiences with dudes yelling at me, and I'm not here for it. I wouldn't do what they're telling me to do because it's not my fucking job. Dude, suck, man. I'm like, you know what? I told my husband one more person with a penis yells at me on my phone. I don't know what I'm going to do. Probably nothing, but I'm going to be mad about it. I'm right. Did you know my husband's going to be home from work soon? Oh my god. Yeah, Lord. I got to go too. And we're going to let people get back to their lives. What? They have lives. I, I thought they sat around and waited I mean, for I us feel like we're the most important part of their week, but also we have to let them get back to like whatever. This. Whatever. Whatever. Like, anything guys. you're doing is better whatever. than this. Okay, but now we have ideas for our next podcast too. Yeah, so. we do. Woo-hoo. Are we gonna do anything about it? No. I mean, we'll think about it. Like it'll literally be like Thursday. And then it'll be like oh, next no, podcast will be like, oh, we did this now. Be like five to five. Are we podcasting? No. Oh shit, yeah. <laughs> Kind of those guys. It's a loose, we're running a loose ship here. Yeah, we are. All right, we'll tag later. Bye. Bye. this week be sure to listen next week subscribe to watch over on itunes or google play and look us up on twitter and tumblr bye, bye.